Ramble. I am a god. Welcome to Guilty Pleasures, <laughs> the show that loves what it loves. Each week, we talk about one of our favorite Guilty Pleasure movies. Movies that maybe the world wasn't ready for. Maybe maybe it's time to talk about them. Uh, to this, this week, we're talking about the Megan Fox overlooked classic, Jennifer's Body. And joining us today on the podcast, we have podcast host, funny person, writer, Twitterer, Miss Dana Schwartz. Hello, hey. Dana. Thank hey. you so much for having me. This is a delight. Dana, Already. I realize I also, um, when I was telling you how I follow you on Twitter, I unfollowed you and refollowed you so that you would get my notification. Oh, well, this is great. Because then if I don't follow you, I can I'll yeah, click it right I there. Yeah, I thought it would be so embarrassing if like you you didn't know. Or you, you know? were doing that fake Hollywood thing where you're right. like, oh, I follow I you follow on Twitter. You. Click. Oh my God, do people do Ah, do people do that? Yeah. Probably. I feel like that's happened to me before. That's a very elaborate lie uh, to, to go through on, on a podcast. And also, even. why lie about that? Yeah. yeah. Are you like meeting new people? Yeah, Kelsey, why lie about it? Oh, am I lying? Yeah, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed, so I have very different thresholds for who I follow on what. We'll talk about the movie in a second. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I will, I'm very uh, picky about who I follow on Instagram. Yeah. And only recently I'm like, what's my fucking, what's my problem? Because what matters? You want a ratio? Are you trying to preserve a you ratio? You know, I think I used to have a ratio yeah. thing, but I just, there were some people where I'm like, I love you. You are a friend of mine. I don't want to see you. Oh, every friend oh, okay. of mine is muted on Instagram. So maybe that's right. what I need to I do. I think that's what you need to do. I, I, I'm not mute. Mute. No. Uh, okay, because you haven't been liking or commenting. You've been in town recently. Lie number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jennifer's body. Okay, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the plot and all that. But Dana, take it away. You loved this movie when it came out. What oh, is your personal your connection? Idea? I mean, yeah, I feel exactly. I feel like you came to me and was like, you talk publicly about Jennifer's I, body a lot. Do yeah, you I, I kind of, I have some, some friends who aren't friends. Not to say that we're not friends, but we're not. We, we know each other very loosely. Okay. Uh, wow. But, oh, it made it sound mean, but we're. We've I, never it, no, met it, it, before. It was mean. Really? This is the first time we met. How did you know about her? We're Twitter friends. Oh. Well, oh. now we will be in a moment, yeah. right? Yeah. So Dana and I are Twitter friends. We've never met, but I, I kind of keep tabs on now people out in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I see them publicly standing a movie, I, I, I file save in the back of my mind. And I knew this show was going to, you know, I've been working on this podcast for yes. a couple of years yes, now. Yes. I've been waiting, waiting in the wait. So when it came time to do Jennifer's Body, I knew you were the person that could come to champion it, to, to herald it. I was thrilled. Yeah, I've been a Jennifer's Body, uh, I'll say Stan, since it came out. It was like, I remember when it came out and every, all my friends were like not quite into it and I was excited to see it and I saw it and I loved it from the moment that came out. I like kept watching it. I like have been championing it, championing it since it came out. Yeah. Uh, I think like last year, a few years ago back, but how long was it? Has it been since the pandemic? No, oh. like <laughs> <laughs> it's been five, years. five years ago. I saw it uh, at the New Beverly uh, in a double feature with Catherine Bigelow's Near Dark. That was, was like movie. Near Dark, the Catherine Bigelow vampire movie. Never heard of her. Uh, Catherine, Catherine Bigelow, Bigelow, the first no, woman. That, of course I know who that is. It's okay. a fucking... The uh, what you said the movie was near dark. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. I mean, see, it's I no Jennifer's body, but it's fun. <laughs> and I, it's been very heartening to see Jennifer's body sort of go through this like uh, cult classic yeah. renaissance. Even though for me, I'm like, I've been here the you whole time. Yeah. I was an it, original. We'll we'll talk about kind of what was going on behind the scenes, but definitely when it came out, it was critically panned. It was commercially panned. It didn't do well. It, yeah, it did not do well. People dunked on it. I mean, critics and just normies alike. 
and it definitely has had this growing swell over the last decade where every year I see articles coming out of like why we were wrong about Jennifer's body. Mm-hmm. It's time we we owe we talk about uh, Megan body. Fox an apology. Oh yeah, no, um, we definitely do. Yeah. So, you know who really owes Megan Fox an apology? I'll mm-hmm. say the people who marketed this movie. Oh yeah. Because the posters for this movie were awful. They made it look like a softcore porn. Like <laughs> well, it's called Jennifer's Body. It? But no, they made it look very male gazy. Like yeah. I wasn't it? No. no, I don't I think so. It. I don't no, think so at all. okay. Really no. I mean, we'll get. I'll say my opinions. Yeah. I the the poster of it is like her in a schoolgirl outfit, like in a tiny chair, like looking sexy, and they made it look very male gazy. When it's a female writer, female oh, director doing a very, I think, and I'll argue. I mean, yeah. we'll discuss. I think a very smart, funny, subversive thing. And it seemed like the marketing only took it on the surface level. Yeah, so you've been here since day one. Um, this was actually my first time seeing it. Wow. Yeah. What first about time. you? First time as well. Okay. So. I watched it when it came out. Remember loving it when it came out. Watched it again today. And I hate to say. Oh. And I don't usually come in ever as like a negative Nance. But listen, <laughs> I have more cons than pros somehow. I wow. love the discussion. Okay. I do too. But I, I like you. Like, you're very cool. <laughs> I like your voice. <laughs> like, it, I just, I, yes, I'm I'm looking forward to my mind being changed back to the 19-year-old girl that I was when I first saw this. Okay. I also think good move, like the best movies are ones that people can disagree on and be like, I see what's good. I see what's bad. And if it works for you, that's great. If it doesn't. Mm. That's great. I can't wait for you to get on Twitter after this episode. I know, Twitter, I'm so out. good on Twitter. <laughs> uh, so if you've not seen Jennifer's Body, I'm going to attempt a quick synopsis. You didn't ask Rick what his personal connection was. Oh, he, I have zero have and absolutely not. Is this the first time no, you watched it? No, this is my first time I watched Holy it. Holy shit. Um, what did you think? What was I, your thought? I thought it was cool. I thought it was a really good allegory for toxic friendships. Um, yeah. Um, That's right to the chase, you I, writer, you. Yeah, but I also think that they should remake it. <laughs> Diablo Cody mm. with her Oscar she should just wanted rewrite it. The other night, also. and a Tony. She's oh my God! Congratulations! Wow, good for her. Yeah. Way to go, Diablo! I, lo- I, that's a th- I like Diablo Cody. Yeah, I she's also great. Think she's a phenomenal writer. This yeah. one hasn't been critically maligned, but I also think Young Adult is her best yes. movie. It's like an amazing uh, movie. Ah, uh. so I'm gonna attempt a quick synopsis <laughs> here. If you have not seen it, don't worry, we got you covered. Uh, spoilers ahead, but don't worry about it. You'll listen to the show and then you'll go li- watch the movie later. It's all good. Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried star as Jennifer and Anita, two that's childhood best friends. Did you say Amanda that's who it is? Seyfried? I said that's how you say her name. Anita. No. Seyfried. I thought I was saying Seyfried this whole... I was is gonna, this a, I was gonna is this a Chrissy Teigen, Teigen, yeah, Teigen maybe. situation? Maybe. Is it Teigen? It's Teigen. No. But she's like, it's actually Teigen. No but Everyone shit. has said Teigen mm-hmm. so much that I just say Teigen. Oh, really? Like but the authentic no Thai pronunciation mm-hmm. is Teigen. Well, I didn't know that. It's okay. She's still canceled. You're canceled. So you don't <laughs> have to worry about she's, it. She's in, she's in timeout for another three yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, they're childhood best friends, uh, but okay, they're childhood best friends, but no one really understands why because Anita is frumpy and she wears glasses, and Jennifer's the hot one at school. They go to see a band play, uh, whose lead singer is played by Adam Brody. Shout yeah. out to the OC, yeah. and he takes Jennifer to put a spell on her. Uh, it's really more of a, a demon sacrifice, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. They yeah. take Jennifer to do a demon sacrifice, thinking she's a virgin, but uh-oh, she ain't. She gets a demon inside of her, and she starts sucking the souls of boys in school, ripping their bodies limb from limb. Anita decides she has to stop her. This is 
Jennifer's body. Wow, that was good. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Right. For, Fantastic. Yeah, no, a couple stumbles, first, but yeah, otherwise we there. nailed it. Yeah. First um, things first, like first things the, first. The whole thing about it being male gazy, not at all. She's killing men the entire movie. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and that's what that's like the initial thought is like, yeah. yes, it's a flip. It's like she's actually eating the souls of men. Like this movie walked so that like promising young woman can run. But it's like also walk, but whatever. Sure, also walk. <laughs> uh, but the way in which they sexualize the friendship. Fair. I do think part of it is really smart in that it takes the things that uh, cultural, you know, culturally people, men traditionally have valued about women that they're young, that they're virginal, that they're like the sexy cheerleader trope, mm-hmm. and then it flips it on its head. Yes. So it's like taking that thing that's like the the commodification of young women and then gives her, you know, she's the the agency in these situations yeah. where she's using her sexuality to seduce these young dweeby boys then why flip then why flip like get there and then completely flip it again by making them like sort of lesbian i think that that's doing like the tongue-in-cheek thing again of the same way that she's a cheerleader it's like we want to see two pretty girls like we culturally as the viewer yeah want to yeah. see two pretty girls make out because it's like ooh, sexy she as right. the sucky but when she's been consumed by the uh-huh. succubus when she is wow, these words are well like, like in the movie when <laughs> she's been like consumed by that demon like uh-huh. succubus she is sort of the embodiment of like the teenage man eater. And so I think that when that POV mm-hmm. is the sort of engaging in this like titillating, like tee hee hee, we're lesbians, mm-hmm. pillow fight. It's like yeah. commenting yeah. on then that I, in a minute. It's way. also fun because during those moments, they're also trying to kill each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, right. And like, I guess I, I would have liked to see a little bit of Anita slash Amanda Seyfried's storyline played yeah, women uh, played out a little bit more because I I did wonder they did play it up that like Amanda was always looking at her like out of the side of her eye with this kind of like desire and she was creeping in her window at night and not in like the killer way in the beginning but like that she did have this strange did so she want to be her be I, with her I don't crush. Is that me as a bisexual noticing that? I don't think it's queer. I think the first one is she wants to be that symbol, that teen dream. So she wants girl. to be her, not fuck her. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's what I was saying. She's That's very what I was straight. Thinking. It's just like, she just mm. wants to be this person and all that stuff. So like, she's- I, I did see mm. a little bit of the queer subtext and I actually wish that there was more of it. Yeah, I was like, she's <laughs> by like, here. Was, yeah, she seems, but I, I did read a little bit about it. Uh, and Diablo Cody, I mean, look, her name's Anita, Amanda Seyfried's character. Yeah, and her needy. nickname is literally Needy. needy. So she wanted to show, Diablo wanted to show how, what she said, is how much Amanda was, her character was obsessed with um, Yeah, Jennifer. I guess I see obsessive and needy differently. Yeah. I thought that that's like a really accurate comment on a lot of like teen girls friendships that I don't see in media a lot when there's mm-hmm. like, there is one who's sort of this like powerhouse and furnace. Yeah. And then there's the one who's sort of like following along in her mm-hmm. wake. Yeah, it's so, sort of like a mean, mean girl situation. Right. So like watching it and not being a part of those female friendships, obviously I'm not a woman, but whatever. What? Uh, oh God. Um, <laughs> I watching it. I was just like, I bet this is really important <laughs> for teenage <laughs> girls to see, to yeah. see and like how to, how to, how to actually break out yeah. of these friendships. No, don't go out and kill them. Right. But if you exaggerate yeah. those friendships yeah. to like, the you know the the most that they could be mm-hmm. 
it would be this person is trying to literally eat your boyfriend mm-hmm. and yeah. eat all the people that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. And you have to, at the end of the day, turn into a demon yourself. And but not before him. making out with her. Not before making out with her. Because yeah, women experiment or whatever. We do. Blah, 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 Sleepovers. Blah. That's what they were made yeah, for. Yeah, That's the smartest thing, though, I think about the friendship is that Jennifer only kills boys, especially after, after Needy she, shows some interest in, yeah. in yeah. them. Yeah. Because like, oh, those friendships. Right. They Can, did the, they did the same shit in White Lotus and everybody mm. applauded it. But it was like, yo, Jennifer's body. So oh, Jennifer's yeah. body walked so that White, White Lotus, Lotus could run. Oh, I yeah. also <laughs> Jennifer's body walked so that uh, Swiss Army man and uh, warm bodies could run because oh, this was yeah. also the first like at least for me this was the first like zombie slash demon slash unalived person where she's half being able to be a human mm. under the guise of like she's actually still possessed and I, yeah. I liked that it, okay so like that's that's the only like main issue I had because I feel like we've gotten to the point in in media where we want to see villains fleshed out a ton mm. or a ton more like everybody's like applauding um Thanos right now or like oh blah 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 he's, he's actually right or whatever Thanos 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 okay. whatever the fuck Thanos Thanos you know Thanos. Thanos. yeah they Space say Boss, it a million Seafried, times Seafried, I'm so sorry Thanos <laughs> um but everybody's applauding applauding him and all of and, and the writing for that character and how he's fleshed out throughout the, the the series and then here we just have oh she's a demon she wants to eat your 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 friends mm-hmm. all of this stuff and it's just like well if she was like actually struggling with something that would have I thought that would have been made it deeper really dope what are some of the things you love about this movie? I think fundamentally it's very funny in a way that's ahead of its time. Mm. I mean, like the fact that they go to this bar and there's like a 9-11 memorial shot. Yeah. That He's made like, me laugh so fucking yeah. hard. I, I had to look. I was like, wait, is this when before was this made? after 9-11? I know. You thought it was before I, I 9-11? <laughs> Like genuinely for a second, the and then I was like, no, 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 God, no, God, no. no. This is no. She comes after. in with two red, white, and blue shot gla- tall uh-huh. shot yeah. glasses, and she goes, "Oh, one of the towers is shorter than the other," and it's just so. It's such an right. innocent little moment. It's such like a a joke that I feel like in 2003 or whenever this came out, it was like too soon, but now people get <laughs> 2009, that it's I think it came out. 2009. Right? Yeah. Which oh still, you'd be like too soon. It, would be it too hasn't soon. even been 10 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I think that sort of joke about, it's a joke about the weird commodification of 9-11 like is very funny. Yeah. I love Adam Brody's character. Oh, so same. And also, so good. Sorry, on the 9-11 stuff, yeah yeah wow oh my god diablo cody is so good at little details that flesh out the world so like Mm -hmm. that is in any other movie a throwaway joke Mm -hmm. but the fact that they have this red white and blue shot glass tells me so much about this town and the world and the people in it and it's just one little moment in the first act of the movie but i'm like oh cool i know where i am this Mm -hmm. is people who have like made some freedom fry type bullshit where they're like memorializing yeah, moving back, the fact that they got into the bar in the first place mm. tells you where, yeah, tells me where I am. I was like, oh, this is actually uh, I mean, it's, a smaller town. It's something you don't notice, but I had to rewind a couple times because I like looked away and started doing something on my phone. But I had to rewind the spoiler alert part where the bar burns down in the beginning. <laughs> Which is crazy. Wow, that was fucking and insane. There's a there's a neon flashing sign that says no IDs necessary or like no IDs That's allowed. So they get an X on the back of their hand, yeah. which is one of those tiny detail that's a small town bar like that looked like the bar i grew up sneaking into and definitely because i mean i i also love that this movie doesn't over explain it's because Mm -hmm. the adam brody character like already has a little demonic something like he's He's singing eyeliner the bar lights on fire (laughs) he's sort of like 
gets Jennifer under his spell when she like follows him to the van. Like right. he, they don't over explain it, but like something's happening but there. Do they explain the reason for the no, fire? They don't. Yeah, it was. I mean, they don't. Like, but like he. It's because he's this big demon playing. So do we think that his mute, he rocked so hard that he burned the place down? But there's also, see, this is another part where I was like, is it this like queer thing? Because the moment that the, the fire actually catches is directly after a shot where Amanda and Megan are holding hands and then Megan lets go. And Amanda shoots her this look like, why are you looking at him and not at me? And I read it as gay. I did not read it as like, I want to be you. I'm so obsessed with you. And then the fire starts. And I thought Amanda started the fire with her thoughts. That could be because the movie does suggest Hint. that Amanda. No, no, no. You don't You're think? wildly wrong on this. There's so many conspiracy theories. I'm so sorry, but like we had to get the details okay, right. Okay, get laid, laid Amanda, down. Amanda Seyfried's character gets the powers after Jennifer bites her. Right. Yes, yes, yes. But no. Well, what I was gonna say, she has powers at the beginning of the movie. It's she, a flash forward. She, she always knows when when. She's- when she yeah. has like some sort of when Jennifer's Jennifer. yeah. so, another thing I was like oh, is it gay or is it like the period sinking well because look this is this is a movie where it uses the it uses metaphors to depict the wild turbulent hormones of being a young girl yeah we yeah. all agree right yes so I think through that reading there could be some like oh the rage of her hormones caused the fire could be could, could be. be could be could my, be my reading of it is that this boy who's like kind of a minor you know, has made several deals with the devil. Yeah. yeah. And he sort of, this fire, as we discussed, I mean, as they say in the movie later, they're like, oh, that's, they only, we only know their names because, you know, that big fire in town, like they use that tragedy to like yeah. become famous. So like you, the devil that they made a deal with yeah. started that fire to help make them famous. If I didn't make it clear enough in my synopsis, so Adam Brody plays a young indie musician mm-hmm. who uh, sacrifices a what he thinks is a virgin played by mm-hmm. Megan Fox, to the devil so that he can become rich and famous. Mm-hmm. And the line that made me laugh so fucking hard is he just goes so earnestly, do you have any idea how hard it is to be an indie musician these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As like the whole motivation for yeah. summoning the devil is right. so good. And it was something you brought up that we didn't point out, which I thought was a good device. Uh, I look to the writer to be like, mm. uh, we're all writers. I, I just look at you because you're employed right now and being paid salary. We're all writers. Um, they just get paid to do yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, where we start with a flash forward and it opens up it with Amanda Seyfried's character in a mental institution, lockdown prison type where situation. Where she kicks the shit out of a black Kicks yeah. the shit. Like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Literally, like, kicks. literally kicks. Kicks the shit out of her. And it, it got to the point where I didn't even notice the casting of the nurse until she like flew back and I was like oh, that's yeah oh god like, oh no no it, no, it was just a black it. woman okay. we were like that, to where I was like not not Auntie Glinda like that <laughs> <laughs> she was nice that's the thing she didn't deserve it yeah, no she, she deserve doesn't it. deserve it she yeah. I mean needy at this point has been bitten by a right. second right. devil right. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. give one yeah. quick slap on the wrist to this movie uh from my memory there is one black woman uh, she gets kicked. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeeted across the table. Out. She got yeeted. Yeah, spits out a, to- a bloody tooth. Uh-huh. And then there's one Indian exchange student who, also yeah, who has eaten. no line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets first, we think, crushed by a beam. Mm-hmm. We later find out, oh no, he survived. he survived. Then he gets fucking eaten by yeah. a demon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why was he? Why was he there? Why did we? Because Jennifer wanted to taste uncircumcised sausage. Yeah. There are plenty of uncircumcised white people. The other like In little that small like town? <laughs> the other yeah. like little mm, I had with the opening is that it starts with her saying that she's in this institution and she's crazy, but she didn't always used to be this way. And it like pulls out and you start to realize there's all this 
contraband in her room. She's like, all these fan letters. I have fan letters being sent to me every week. And you're like, oh, what are the fan letters about? I'm sorry, but what menstrual institution is allowing that kind of (laughs) item into a crazy killer? Pretty privilege. Young, white, pretty girls get whatever they want. And then they, they don't really answer the question of why does she have fans yeah why do people like i think her? because she's a pretty white killer mm. but did she had she killed Got the it. spoiler alert band no at no, this no point? she had just ki- quote unquote killed jennifer yeah she killed jennifer so why were people sending her fan mail i mean just like because people are crazy you, she's like a hot yeah. killer do you think that that is also because people slightly suspected that jennifer was going around eating people No, I think it's just because of those, the same thing that like the movie is making fun of is like the way like young women's bodies are commodified and sexualized. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it just became like a, probably a sexy story the same Mm. way, you know, that like van life murder get more attention because it's sort of like, you can sort of put a finger on it. It's like, Ooh, sexy girls, murdered, lesbian affair, Mm. like whatever it was. Like, I think that's why it got attention. Mm. This movie had so many ideas. Which it's, is yeah. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. There's and it, a do, lot it doesn't overexplain things, which I like, but also I, I totally see why yeah. some people might think it left some balls in the air. Can we briefly, before we go anywhere else, just uh, give a moment to Megan Fox as Jennifer? Oh, yeah. I'm so right. glad she's Iconic. coming back. She's getting the right. fucking re-hype that she deserves. She fucking rules yeah. in this movie. She's there a is a great they, actress. There are, I, mean, I remember when this movie came out and the reason why people were like, don't go see it. They're like, what's Megan up? Fox is terrible. Yeah, but like, they don't realize it's... No, she's it's, perfect. It's yeah. doing what it was right. supposed to be yeah. doing. It's yeah. making fun of these fucking movies. You understood the, the assignment. Like, like, what there the fuck is wrong with I you? will say before I came here, I did Google where I could get a cropped... Uh, juicy heart hoodie. Oh, Forever yeah. 21 is doing a full-on collection with them right now. I walked into Forever 21, not on purpose. I didn't want to. I was stuck in Vegas and I didn't have pants. That sounded way worse <laughs> yeah, than it actually it was. Who I was with that. my father. Oh, God, that is way worse. <laughs> anyway, Forever 21 is doing Remember a how I said she would get more Florida <laughs> yeah. as the podcast went on? With your dad, you say? Me- so, yes. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. I need you to know if right. you have not seen this movie, Seeing Megan Fox crouched in heels in a mm. kitchen, covered in blood, mm-hmm. shriek and roar as she demolishes a rotisserie chicken. From Boston Market. Yeah. What a fucking treat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. perfect. And I think people hated this in the beginning. It's ironic now, but people hated it because it was like, she's being the hot girl. And I'm like, she is destroying the idea of what a hot girl is supposed to look like in a scary movie. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, she's got her tits out, but she's also got fucking fangs and blood yeah. Yeah, and yeah, rotisserie yeah. chicken. And she's like gnawing and scratch. Yeah. She's vomiting. Disgusting. She's like, disgusting. And it's, sick. it's so funny. <laughs> it vomits me. out the venom symbiote. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Yeah. She vomits out the venom. This is really in the venom universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a venom prequel. Yeah, but she and, and now the fact that she's with Machine Gun Kelly She's best friends with Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian, and she's back on my feed and mainstream. I'm just, yeah. I, think, I feel like we're having another benefit. Yeah. Moment. So we were talking. We everybody on the internet was talking about cultural resets. Mm. Her and Transformers leaned over the car. Oh yeah. I feel like yeah. was the most obvious cultural reset. <laughs> yeah. Of all time. Oh. Because it's just like oh. I don't know who this person is. This is a new person. Derek likes cars a lot. I like a cars lot. a ton. But that, I mean, 
in like a that's besides the point because yeah. i was not looking at the fucking car <laughs> surprising <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry this is the one shot that made that distracted me from a camaro anyway yeah. but i feel like that was the only thing anybody talked about yeah. for oh, that yeah. year and she looked like she had fillers before fillers were fillers and so yeah. i think people right. were just mad because she was hot as fuck she's yeah. so hot she's so naturally fucking hot i know yeah. it's infuriating she's yeah. Tattoos yeah. and she's fucking rocking them for her but you know what yeah. this movie is guilt i know we all had to take like a we all just thought about jennifer anyway and you forgot how attractive she oh my god yeah she's it's like oh god the hottest but person. also yeah. she's funny yeah yes. and that's the thing that i think we all mm-hmm. miss like, right. like oh in trend terms oh she's just like the new hot person but she's not actually talented no no she's no, a no, very no. talented comedic yeah. actress she's, like, you talk about new, new girl she's incredible funny in she has good lines in this she's like yeah. oh nice comeback hannah montana yeah. you're like that's funny she's <laughs> yeah. good i wrote down some lines of uh when she says you're a player hater or you're just jello to say you're just jealous i think we need to bring that back uh, those are the diablo codyism okay yeah. some of which worked for me. Some of them <laughs> I was also so like, racist and homophobic and oh, yeah. ableist. But other than that, uh, the and actually, it great. was your lime green jello, and you can't even admit it to yourself. <laughs> that's fun. I, I will say, I think part of the backlash to this movie was it came after Juno was such a hit, and yep. then the backlash to Juno was like, oh, the stylized language is annoying. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it was imitated with less well, which then was even more annoying. Yeah. And so I think people were already primed to be annoyed at Diablo Cody dialogue, yeah. which I totally admit sometimes goes too far, but sometimes you're like, no, I'm it's like, fun. I talk I'm, like that I'm with my friends. Also, stylized dialogue in a movie, like and movies have the, dialogue. Right. And it's also, if it's in a small town, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be okay yeah. with whatever the fuck they're Yeah, they say, weird they say yeah. weird shit. It's a weird, it's a small town. You yeah. can get into a bar under 21. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Teenagers I, say weird things all the time. Yeah. And, and to your yeah. point, Dana, it was the Diablo Cody backlash and the Megan Fox oh, backlash. Oh, yeah. Right. It was just this kind of perfect storm. Yeah. Did you of, burp A sinusoidal uh, yeah, wave. I, did, oh, my God. I could smell what you had oh, for lunch. No. I had a lot of Thai food. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Does it smell good or bad? <laughs> smells like Thai food in here. Were you guys just fucking? That's a lie in the movie. Love it. But it's, I mean, it was this perfect storm of yeah. misogyny and internalized misogyny and all this stuff That's, where like we we build up women and, and we just yeah. love breaking them down. And oh, hot. we do. Yeah. And it, also like you also know that uh, Megan Fox was like blacklisted or whatever yeah. because everybody else in the cast is fucking fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's my boy's Adam, name? Let's uh, talk about Adam that. Brody. Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Oh, Adam Brody Chris kills Pratt is in it. Chris Pratt makes an amazing Simmons cameo. Is in it. J.K. J.K. Simmons with a uh, curly wig and yeah. a hook, hook hand. hand. Yeah. Just delightfully campy. Um, you got fucking what's his name? Young Neil from Scott Pilgrim vs. the yes. World. Yeah. He's such an adorable he dork. He's a little too young. He's, I think he's so cute. He's adorable. It felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, he does look like a baby, but he looks like yeah. a high schooler. Yeah, he, he, he does look like a high schooler, which I appreciate about this movie because you, di- every high school had one Megan Fox in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was my fucking sister. <laughs> my sister was like short skirt, pink tank top, tan as shit. She was exactly like slow motion, like guys parted the sea when she would walk down. You were it. Amanda Seyfried. I was I was whatever was on Amanda Seyfried's shoe. Like I was not <laughs> even close. Like I have fucking full braces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this movie is one guilty of and I don't know if it works. Maybe Megan Hot is so Megan Hot. 
Jesus. I mean, <laughs> we might as well. Maybe it kind of just slipped out of the tongue because it, it belonged there. Maybe Megan Fox is so hot that she does make Amanda Seyfried look goofy looking, but they are guilty of that one fucking thing where they try to make a super hot girl look ugly by putting yeah. Although I will her. also say sometimes when there's like a friend group mm-hmm. with a very like dependent relationship, one will like, even if she secretly is hotter, yeah. she will be like, oh, you're the hot one. Yeah. So I won't do it. When it's like, oh, Amanda Seyfried, you're beautiful. Like yeah. You could be... Karen from yeah. Mean Girls. Karen from Mean Girls. But like she is putting herself in a subservient position yeah. because she has a big lesbian crush on her. <laughs> and then at the end slash beginning when she has like the succubus energy, she's like hot Amanda mm-hmm. Seyfried. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she had that in her all along. Like I think yeah. it was a conscious casting She had choice. to get her out of the way. She had to yeah. get Megan Fox out of the way. Yeah. The so let's actually version. talk about that. And, and we kind of touched on it very briefly before the toxic friendship at the core yeah. of this movie. I love it. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to admit something that I misread the metaphor in the beginning as I was watching this movie. And I was like, I like this. I'm having a lot of fun. I feel like it's, it's confusing me because it was like, okay, she's a man eater, but they're not really focusing on that. But no, this is a monster movie about toxic friendship. And it's yeah. not really even about the men. It's Mm-mm. about yeah. these two women and how one makes the other one feel like garbage and mm-hmm. feels control. And frankly, I'm talking my out out of my ass here you guys can probably speak to this a lot better yeah talk to me no, about female friendship we'll I know. you, you probably you. can emotionally relate Thank you. <laughs> i think i mean i'm sure no, you're you, i you like similar experiences you your voice is just mm. dana who hurt you as a child <laughs> <laughs> right but no, i mean i've been very lucky in my friendships but i i do totally understand and relate to this dynamic of someone sort of being the star and the mm-hmm. alpha mm-hmm. and someone who maybe is less socially confident mm-hmm. being content to sort of fall into their wake. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a dynamic a lot of young girls have because being a teenage girl is really hard. And so it's easier to be Jennifer's best friend Mm -hmm. and, and be number two, but always be comfortable than to try to go out on your own. As the movie said, hell is a teenage girl. Hell is a teenage girl. I mean, truly like 94% of the reason why I don't want to have kids is because I'd be a shit mother, but uh, like 6% (laughs) is because I'm terrified to have a daughter. Yeah. I mean, it's like Jennifer needy is the quote unquote needy one because she mm-hmm. needs someone like telling her where to go and what to do. But Jennifer, uh, oh, as a symbol, needy. well, she's like mm-hmm. fundamentally insecure, right? Uh-huh. She has to, like There's that line in it yeah. in the end where she's like, or are you just so deeply insecure? Like you had to come after my boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, what is she going to say to this? I don't remember. And what does she say? She says like, I'm, how could I possibly be insecure? I'm like, I'm like, God, yeah. Some like perfect line. But I mean, it is (laughs) like it, she wants to like, when she's flirting with the, the lead singer with Adam Brody, that's so like painfully relatable when you're like, Oh, I have to flirt with the lead singer because if I am hot enough to get the lead singer, then I'm worthy. I'm worth something. And it's the only moment where you really see her being nervous. too. Is she like, as soon as she opens her mouth, her voice is like six, fucking octaves yeah. and she's like stumbling over words and you're like oh god that's a lot of work to be the hottest one in the group she's so nervous yeah and, and Brody plays another credit villain. to her performance oh. like she plays this role with depth she's not just anonymous making fun of person yeah. she she uh she has real pathos yeah <laughs> you under you see the moments where you understand why needy is friends with her mm-hmm. yeah. uh you brought up chris pratt being in this movie yeah oh yeah, yeah. and i chris I, pratt again. also known as mario <laughs> by the <Ooh>. way <laughs> what it's am i missing me, chris pratt it's me what cultural moment am i missing he's been cast as mario what? Yeah. yeah. It's Super a Mario. him, a Mario. The Italian plumber. It's a me, a Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Is this a is this a joke? No. no. Are you fucking t- when did this happen? Like, like two, two days, days ago. ago. 
I was in the woods. I, I blame that. And um, Charlie Day is Luigi. And Anya Taylor I, Joy. Well, she does look like Peach. Yes, she I does. feel like Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser. I think this that's is so fantastic. confusing. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Wait, <laughs> how do what? you know all this? I memorized bald. Um, you bring up Chris Pratt, and yep. I wrote down it's nice to see Chris Pratt oh. being his actual self in this role. <laughs> yeah, like a shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a shitty small yeah. town cop, which you fucking know. Chris Pratt's yeah. fucking Republican. Yeah. Biggest oh, complaint God. of the film, we didn't get to see Chris Pratt die. Well, he's oh, a throwaway yeah. character. He lives and beats the fire, and then does he ever come back again? But uh, he no, was, he, I think he dies in the fire. What? No, she says I'm fucking a cadet. We don't see it, though. That is, that's that's uh, the quarterback's brother, is it not? Or no, no, that's Kay, uh, Craig. Craig was the quarterback's best friend who died but in the fire. But Chris Pratt is a police officer that she's fucking, and then later, oh yeah, Amanda Seyfried goes, I'm going to call the cops, and she's like, what are you going to do? I'm fucking a cadet. And I'm like, but where is he at all? That's you're right. You're right. He gets out and we never see his ass. But he was a throwaway character. I was like, well, it was just a little bit lost I'm, for me. I'm sorry. I, I know that we are talking about Chris Bratt, oh, but there no, was a was really done. fun joke in Go there when um, Amanda Seyfried and um, young Neil are having sex. This is the greatest yeah. moment of I the thought that fucking was one of, movie. I thought that was one of the best jokes I, I, of, of oh, I mean, truly top tier, top 10 of the 2000s. Yes. Where they're sleeping with each other and she's, she's losing her she's virginity. Losing, yeah. She's losing her virginity. She's she's happen. having a moment where she's rem she's feeling Jennifer uh, eat somebody, mm -hmm. and she's screaming or whatever. She sees her in the corner. She's like, "Oh my god!" Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking doing it." He fucking it. hears her screaming yeah. with horror, right? And he has the nerdiest, most happy it, little smile on his face. Was, it was it so is good. So, then, so perfect. I mean, you guys she, talk about the relatability of this movie. Oof. Me and Garrick, we felt seen in that <laughs> yeah. moment. Well, you're uh, missing. That, you're missing the best line. <laughs> yeah. Am I too big? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. She's I was like, that's how you fucking write a joke, seeing dog. Seeing blood dripping on her face. She's seeing dead people in the corner of the room. And he thinks it's, he it's his little high school it's penis. Adorable yeah. little dork. Yeah. Oh, I love him it, so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it pisses me off that a movie like this can have moments like that. Yeah. And then also have things like Chris Pratt's character right, disappears. She, and then there's like. Uh, she's a writer. She writes. She, yeah. she writes. does this. Yeah. You know, or and whatever. a Tony Award winning. Yeah. What did she direct or did she write a Can we also talk no. about that the song Through the Trees oh. is a perfect good. mediocre <laughs> pop punk song. song? And then when they're the school's doing like a memorial, they have like kids singing like an acapella yeah. version of it. Yeah. I, I was upset that it wasn't more of a bop, but then I because it's like no, not they needed to make a deal with the devil. Yeah, it's yeah. very, it's very intentionally mediocre, and it's yeah. kind of incredible. And this was the era of Save the Day, Fall Out Boy, yeah. Yellow Card. Like my heart was completely believing. Very hard to be an indie band. I think right? I, yeah. I think I read somewhere that they almost wanted to cast Pete Wentz. Oh, they did. Yeah. 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 Was that uh, one of your fun facts? It was. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to jump on your fun facts. It's okay. Oh, I had such a crush. That was also why this movie, I think, worked for me, is I, like, a guy with eyeliner sacrificing someone to yeah. a devil fully mm -hmm. worked for me. And <laughs> it is it is a Still good, does. it's a good twist, right? Because the movie leads you to believe that Jennifer disappears in the van with the guy, with Adam Brody, leaving Amanda Seyfried, which is, like, a classic girl move in high school. Ugh. You're like, you'll be fine. I'd never leave you at a bar. And then I got to go fuck this hot guy. I'll see you back at home. And then takes her away and 
We forgot to also mention that there's a giant hole in this town. Yeah, Devil, I was like, the what? devil's kettle. Yeah, mm. what 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 was going so, on? So there's yeah, there's a waterfall that That's goes a, into a sinkhole. It's a portal to hell. That portal, yeah, hell. portal to hell. Nothing ever comes out of. And yeah. It's a really fascinating cool little mystery that's dropped in the beginning but at the end she finds the bottom of it because there's a knife in a ball that because i think once you i mean i think the metaphor right is it's just like a a pit to hell in their town it's like that thing in buffy there's a a, okay never saw it a hell uh i don't want to talk about it I've also never seen it. I just know they're, oh, good. they're yeah. it's that's why I don't know the Wait, name. Wait, I of never it. meet anyone that is of my age and hasn't I also seen Buffy. I think I get dragged for that. I have, you, at this point, I have like, you can't go it's back, like, right? You once you miss no, it, I missed it. it. Yeah, it's, it's like over. trying to rewatch The Wire. I'm just like ah. Feels like homework. <laughs> yeah, I think like the the <laughs> The Wire is fantastic. No, I agree. I agree. But like going back and rewatching it, I'm not going to watch Buffy. someone trying to recommend it to now that I know who Joss Whedon truly is. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic anyway, there's this portal to yeah. assumedly portal to hell. And I was so like, wow, what a cool mystery. I can't wait to see what happens with it. And yeah. it didn't really feel like it got resolved, but it kind of does because she finds the knife that got thrown in it. So how, how do you read that? I don't know. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I guess I've, I sort of forgot that the, the, she finds the knife in all the balls that the mm-hmm. scientists threw. Yeah. So I thought that was trying to close the gap that it was this mysterious hellhole. And yeah. it, it was like, no, it was actually just the demon thing. Okay, so it, it's like it does. It's just a place. Like it's creepy yeah. and symbolic, but, but it's, it's not, not mystical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as Garrick said before, there's a lot of ideas. Yeah. A lot of ideas. But when I the, feel like there was a Helen back type of mm, metaphor going on right there, but I yeah, don't know if yeah. it like finished. Yeah. If that think, makes sense. Yeah, I got the sense mm. that like that scene is just like tonal, right? More than yeah. Than, it's, it's it looked cool as shit. It did look cool, especially yeah. the balls going down the hole. Yeah. Here's my genuine read on the movie, and like this is as someone who really liked it, and I liked it clearly more than you because like I no. I, I fucking, I'm talking like I like it though, yeah. right? No, yeah. for sure. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> but like to me, it feels like Diablo Cody won an Oscar, and they said, "What do you? What's next? What do you have?" And she's like, "Oh, well, I also wrote this script." And then they're like, perfect, it's ready. Right. And yeah. I don't know that it was. It was, it was like, because this is something that I wrote years ago. Yeah. Before. I actually saw it. She wrote it the same year as Juno. Oh. So, so oh. she wrote them back to back. I think it probably would have benefited from another draft or two. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I still think it's fucking awesome. See, and for me, it just like, you know how sometimes movies just work? Yeah. It yeah. just works for me mm. on levels that I can like logically be like, oh yeah, that doesn't work. That's not tight. Like, the whatever. things I'm picking apart don't matter. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I can totally acknowledge. I'm like, yeah, but it just works for me as yep. a movie. Mm. And that, that def- that's past like logic. I think you know it's going to get more popular just as the ages go on. Like I think every they should remake it. Spooky season. It's just I think it deserves Who could do it better? Megan Fox I mean, will do it and I Amanda think, Seyfried should Diablo do it. I think if Diablo Cody rewrote, wrote it again if they gave her the same contract and it was just like hey just go for it think again. about with, with our modern means. That's what I'm saying. Stuff. Like think about Amanda Seyfried right now. Yeah. Like Oscar right. winning award. Nominee. Nominee. Was she nominated? She was in Mank. Megan Fox nominated for Dating yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Like they're both fucking cool as shit again. Like throw that bitch back. Have her come back from hell. Yeah, it doesn't. Have, oh, make a sequel. Separate. Yes, yeah. make a sequel. It doesn't have to be in in high school. Like, just put no, them in the they work should be adults. Or put them in like the that. workforce. Put them like, in the what workforce. Had, Amanda Seyfried like had to go undercover for all yeah. these years and move to I, Yugoslavia. I mean, I mean, a hard remake where it's just uh, like they're adults now and they're doing the same thing over. I'd be a, no. I'd be down for that. No, it has hardcore. to be about high schoolers. Really? So? That's the reason they're doing dumb shit. And it's because it's about hormones and it's about teenage friendship and it's about shitty 
great teenage friendship and using boys. But I, I also think <laughs> that that could be placed in the workforce where it's just like, I don't like that you're using, you know, certain yeah, yeah, means yeah. to get to the top Ooh, or whatever. Yeah. Or um, we're also... I mean, the way this, that women are fi- end up being like competitive in the workforce. Like, supposed to be lifting each other up right yeah. now. And okay, like, I can fuck with that. There's like a whole era right now where we're, we're in our 30s and we're mm-hmm. lost. We're like, I don't know what the fuck I am. I don't know who we're I changing. am. I don't know what my... my friendships are and all that shit and i think that that would ring true for a lot of people should uh, we write we another write movie? Yeah. yeah take the day off yeah. diablo yeah, we, got we got it, got it. she's uh, the only one that could write it i don't know if i'm alone here by the way no matter what amanda seyfried does in her career she'll always be lily kane to me oh yeah absolutely veronica mars never Hell watched yeah. it Ugh. yeah i didn't watch another that one, one. you know that one you didn't miss that that one's always ready for you yeah. Yeah. you can come back and watch veronica mars okay. really so you said that it just works for you. Yeah. And I think the reason it does is because there are moments in this movie that are so fucking iconic the second you watch them. Like, I'm watching this movie for the first time, and she is on the phone with her tongue out, lighting, lighting the tip the of her yeah. tongue, and she just looks into camera and goes, I am a god. And yeah. I'm like, oh my, yes. Yeah. Like, That's what Kanye got it Tattoo from. this yeah. on my fucking body. Really? Yeah. I um, also think it's so, I love the the nice uh, punk boy that she killed. The emo him. boy. Yeah. Okay, I literally wrote down I like love... justice for emo boy because that guy now would be a fucking star on TikTok. I they love They were dragging him boy. for being eyelinered and chained yeah. up. I they, love Kyle Gallner. 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 Fucking hot Gallner? topic wishes. Like, I, that's the actor. When yeah, I was yeah, in I like high, I when like I was in more. high school and I was like a good little AP student, I oh. had like a two week relationship with like <gasps> a punk go, a punk boy who like gave himself tattoos and like had an eyebrow pierce. <gasps> oh shit! And all my friends were like, "What are you doing? What were you doing? Um, making out with a cute boy? Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> nice. Living my best you, goddamn life. We had nothing to talk about. Yep. Uh, Literally yeah. nothing to talk about. I think we dated for like. Three weeks, yeah. and when we hung out, all we did was make out. How did it end? We, I think, like we broke up over a text because Stopped we were like, out. we have yeah. nothing in common. Yeah, right. no reason to be. Together. You have you know no that, reason uh, to be together. But I love cute little emo boy. Yeah, that famous, that famous picture of the two houses on PCH. Oh the, the yeah, black the black <laughs> and the purple, the Barbie yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm jumping because we are. Go like, ahead. Almost right now. Uh, let's talk about the ending. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's Seyfried warns her boyfriend, don't go to the school dance because it's going to be full of boys and Jennifer's going to go on an eating spree there. Yeah. Boyfriend doesn't listen, goes to the dance without girlfriend. Megan Fox tries to eat him. Amanda Seyfried comes back. Boyfriend dies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah dies. But, but, I mean, Chip R.I.P. Chip R.I.P. After she uh, does the holy crucifix and then jumps in the water and beats yes. her ass, which and was very funny to me. He, <laughs> he impales Megan Fox with a pool stick what's yeah. that thing called a pool net yeah and when she pulls it out she asks amanda seyfried my favorite line do you have a tampon <laughs> yeah. and she says no and she goes you look like you're stopped or i thought you were stopped up or something what's the line it's really funny it's a good one it's a good line and it's, it's really moment. like okay now that all the men are out of the way yeah. these two women can really like duke fuck up their friendships duke yeah. it out and it doesn't end there it continues on megan fox goes home man seyfried sneaks through the window jumps on the bed she smashes she through has, the window yeah. after she bit her she sort of has like crazy energy crazy Demon power. power yeah right. jumps on top of her bed while megan fox is in the bed slits her throat megan fox's fine ass mom walks in and is like no she stabs her in the heart no she slits her throat no she stabs her in the heart because she says yeah, so you have to kill my her in the tit throat. Oh, yeah, she my she has your heart. Yeah. Your but heart. then why was her throat slit? I think it was just bloody. It was bloody. 
But okay, uh, well, I, I, oh, before that, I didn't get that line where she was like, what is the knife for? It's for cutting boxes. Was that like a bit? I, think, I, I feel like it was a I joke that it. I missed. So she had a box cutter. Yeah, she said, what's the knife for? For cutting boxes. I think it was like a, a lesbian slur. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's no, I just thought, oh, I misread that. For cutting yeah. boxes. It's like you're a fucking vagina. Oh, I just uh. thought it was like. What do you think the knife's for, you, f- you idiot? Oh, maybe I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. cutting boxes. No, I, I <laughs> interpreted it as kind of like, again. You know, boxing, of, it's a sexy movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Box means vagina. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm learning. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> so, Ma- so Megan Fox's mom sees Amanda Seyfried with the knife in her daughter's heart. Yeah. And then we jump cut to Amanda Seyfried is back in prison. You realize that's why she got put. In yeah, the, she yeah. got sent to an asylum because she straddled her friend and stabbed her. Yes, in the but heart. that was after being bit. It's true. By a demon, but arguably she might have done that anyway because she was driven to be that way. Also, a comment so on our justice system: the fact that a murderer got put in um solid, not solid, pretty privilege, got put into a uh, psych ward and not Instead prison. Instead of a prison, fucking... yeah. so quite quite the commentary still rings true <laughs> ten years later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I mean, when you think reach. it's I'm sorry. no, it's not. no. I mean, it didn't. it's the no, same I, reason I'll... why I was like, why the fuck is she getting all this fan mail? But right. she, Ooh. we think it's over. Then she bursts out of prison because mm. she gets put in isolation she bursts out of prison she has floaty powers she got floaty power floaty she got power. bit by a yep. demon she can just walk through gates then she gets picked up by a hitchhiker you're doing a lot that we're was really going keep going it went 7 10 yeah yeah i have couples therapy at 7 30 okay. Oh, okay um thank you hitchhiker um, looks like van helsing hitchhiker looks like van helsing is like where are you going and she's like I'm going to see this band that she's been after this whole movie because she fucked up her friend. And then the credits roll. But then <laughs> I love after the credits. the credits, you get this story of like the band arguably did become very famous and you don't know if it's from the, and I have a conspiracy theory about yeah. this. Wait, is there a post-credit scene? Yeah. yeah. Did you not watch? No. There's a, it's a mid-credit. It's a very important yeah. mid-credit It says directed scene. by, Di- or like written by Diablo Wait, Cody. And I, it's I saw the credits, which I loved, adored, and it's the credits are her murdering the band. Oh, yes. yeah. That's yeah. what okay. I'm saying. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then... I have a theory about this. So okay. the band is huge, right? Yeah. Like they have all these fans. They have all these girls chasing after them. Was it because their song became popular through the school tragedy? Yeah. Or the fire tragedy? Yes. Or was it because Megan Fox really was a virgin and was lying, lying about, about it, it because she was the popular hot girl? No, no. Megan Fox definitely wasn't a virgin because that's she why a she became a succubus. That's why she came back. From- but what if? Because <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have that in high school where girls pretend they're like, yeah, they that's were why people? Adam Brody thought that she would be a virgin. He's right. like, I know girls like this. Right, and right, the right. joke is like, no, she actually she, is. If she was actually a virgin, she would just be dead and we wouldn't have a movie. I guess my brain likes to believe that the demon thing maybe happened because it's spell in witchcraft. I mean, he they did spell. So I, I just think we can figure that like that ritual she came it back, worked. but like it still worked. But so were they famous? Because it, technically they shouldn't have been famous because she wasn't a virgin. Right. They were only famous because, because of the, the fire song. That gave yeah. national Which I think they still did. I, like, I just assume that it was all part of them doing demonic shit to that's, get famous. Yeah. That's they what probably I thought it was. did it again. Yeah, they would yeah. just do, yeah. keep doing it. So they, they probably killed more women. Yeah. yeah. So they deserve to die. I, so yeah. you talked about though, I adore the ending credits of this movie. You get to see in a bunch of still photos and and little archival video clips, their fame, and then Amanda Seyfried going to 
fucking brutally yeah. murder all of them. That was just that, such a fun way to end a movie. That was actually the uh, the most unsettling part of the movie for me. Yeah, yeah, I had it's to like scary. skip past it a little bit. I was like, oh god, this is a lot. I don't. I for something about murder scenes is what really gets me. Oh, mm. good to yeah, know. how are we doing on time? Do you good to get know. Um, I w- I would I would like t- to see it. Why don't you, <laughs> you leave and we'll wrap up. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll cut you in. We're gonna, okay, we'll wrap bye. It up in a minute. Yeah. Just a couple other quick hits from me, things that I fucking love. Yeah. I really think that the mu- movie was beautifully shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is great. There are a lot of fun, really split diopter shots, which is when you have someone in focus right, in the foreground nerd. and the background. I went to film school. Oh. Uh, but and like, I don't know if you remember this one shot on the, like, Zoom's really, like, get me very excited and active cameras like are like my truest kink and that was uh, so triggering i was like zoom rooms no why would zoom <laughs> no, 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 get no, you zoom excited rooms. camera zoom like yeah, yeah active no, no, cameras and there's yeah. this one shot it must be on like a 13 millimeter lens it is so wide and it zooms all the way across the football field into this football player's face and it is just such a delightful over the top campy just fucking going for it shot. And I, yeah. I can't get enough of that shit. I feel pretty bad that I feel like the backlash to Diablo Cody and uh, Megan Fox in this moment, this like, like you said, like internalized misogyny and sure. like cultural misogyny and a movie that was like made for women, but marketed to men poorly. I, like Karen Kusama, I think is an amazing director. She and I, I wish she, I think her career now is, is doing well, but like, I wish this movie catapulted her to another big project immediately. So she talked after this movie about the idea of director's jail, which if you don't know out there is this idea that if you have one flop, you get put in director's jail, quote unquote, and like they don't let you make any more movies. And uh, she's like, yeah, that's a real thing, especially for women. And after this movie, she did have a tough time. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about like, we, we talked about this up top, but like the backlash and, and the miss. Uh, uh, advertising of yeah. this movie because I pulled up some some facts from it. I don't. This is my unfun facts this week. We oh, don't no. have fun yeah. facts. We have unfun facts. Yeah. Uh, do you know any of this? No, I don't. I don't know what you're about to say. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they were talking to Diablo Cody, and they really felt that the they advertised this movie towards men or males age 18 to 24, which is not who they made the movie oh, for. Oh, not at uh, all. Those are the statistically the dumbest people in the world, <laughs> I think. As a, for- as, as a Rainy former... Rainy chiming in with a laugh over yeah. there. Yeah. Rainy! As a former 18 to 24-year-old boy, yes. That, yeah, absolutely. right? That's not who this movie's for. It's like a skating cultural critique. Um, but yeah, it, this was for young women. And like, what's cool about it is that it is a horror film for young women, which is not common, right? It's a for- horror film about young women for young women by the way have you ever seen the movie ginger snaps oh my god yeah fucking love ginger snaps yeah. <laughs> quick shout out gary it is uh i'd say a uh, uh spiritual sibling to this movie about yeah. a young ginger girl <laughs> who during the throes of puberty becomes a werewolf yeah Beautiful. and starts ripping uh her classmates to shreds there are so few movies Great like title. you said that is it's such a good title, Great title. <laughs> i mean the ginger does snap oh yeah, yeah. There are so few horror movies, especially for young women. And I think very few like Jennifer's body horror movies as a genre are typically exploitative. And like, especially in terms of like the final girl trope and like putting girls in very sexualized situations and like teen girls being sexy and like getting murdered. And I think this movie does such a smart thing by flipping that trope on its head and 
I think like it was marketed as like, nope, this is it. This is the trope, sexy girl. Mm-hmm. And and that does a, a huge disservice to it. Yeah, I, I feel like Diablo Cody watched all of those movies and then she was like, all right, now you guys have to smoke the whole pack. I'm going to give yeah. you all of this yeah. shit. Hmm. And then also she's killing people yeah. in the middle of it. And I think that's a, like a, a really smart way to approach that um, satire. You have to smoke the whole pack of sexy, of sexy sexy teenage girl. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, I know some of our audience too are like, we're not into horror movies. I like don't like them. But like, I think it's such an incredible uh, uh, vehicle in which to talk about the world and social issues and yeah. interpersonal issues. There is the the famous, I believe, a quote attributed to Juno Diaz, where he says, "If you want to uh, make a monster of someone, don't portray them." Um, fucking that one up but it's this idea of like if people don't see themselves represented they become monsters and so yeah. some stories can only be told as monster stories right. like a story like this you have to use right horror okay to, so to do it so now even after hearing that i definitely want to remake because i want her to fucking go for it because all of those ideas that yeah. i keep on like you see and all of the loose threads or whatever it feels like she had the the, the idea or like the clue to really get into interpersonal stuff. And then there was a studio note or network note saying, hey, could you like reel it back a little bit? Could you put more sexy scenes or whatever? Um, what are you, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. And all this stuff. And it's just like, well, that's that's you being closed-minded as to what a horror movie can or should be rather than what it can be. Yeah. So, you okay, know? I distracted myself. I'm sorry. And, yeah, no, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, gave yeah, a perfect segue back to what I was reading. So they did it. They screened it for 18 to 24 boys. And yeah. the feedback that came back was... <laughs> Uh, that it needed more boobs, mm-hmm. spelled M O A R B E W B S. There, the first trailer that came out, uh, they the director complained that it was an all male marketing team. The first trailer didn't have any of Amanda Seyfried's character in it, and they were like, "I think you are misunderstanding." Um, but I want to find this. Yeah, the main character of the right. film. Yeah, I feel like if this was being marketed towards women, there would be more eyeliner Adam Brody in the ads. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. When the director asked for an explanation that on an ad that fixated on Jennifer's hotness, they replete, received a reply that wasn't even grammatically correct. It just said, Jennifer sexy, she steal your boyfriend. It's so deeply upsetting. I'm so disappointed <laughs> yeah, in us. That's so, I, I mean, like this movie. Yeah, the movie really made you disappointed in in men as a whole. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jennifer, sexy, she's still your boyfriend. That is <laughs> Jennifer, sexy, she's still your boyfriend. <laughs> I want a T-shirt that says that. Uh, yeah, I, do I would get that. <laughs> Jennifer, sexy, she's still your boyfriend. But I mean, there was a lot around this time when Megan Fox. Do you remember uh, what has been lovingly dubbed as Hitlergate? Oh, it's because she called Michael Bay Hitler. Yes. So uh, she worked with Michael Bay, yeah, who is uh, known for being a difficult man. Yep. Uh, she uh, likened him to being a dictator, referenced him as Hitler-esque. And it became this huge fucking scandal where uh, she was called difficult and she was dragged. And we as a society all were like, yeah, fuck Megan Fox. And that bad energy came into this, this movie. Yeah. As if you were like, oh, maybe the teenager like who was told to bend over a car by this like adult man like was <laughs> made to feel uncomfortable and like yep. maybe expressed it in like a less than eloquent way or like a little like hyperbolic way. Uh, but yeah, no, we should definitely be mad at her. Right. I think we're on the same page here. I just wanted to take a moment to say, you know what, history, you've proven Megan Fox right. Yeah. And we're all on board. She seems fun. She seems cool. Like and also, nice like, I was reading about her. She doesn't have any scandals other than Hitlergate. Like, she doesn't drink. She doesn't party. She doesn't do, like, all the crazy shit that everyone does. I remember reading an article about her uh, and 
or like an interview with her and she was just talking about how she like believes in aliens. I'm like, <laughs> cool. You yeah. do you, girl. Yeah. I want to see that movie. Yeah. Megan Fox being hot and believing in aliens. I'm into it. Uh, I do have a couple. I think she's just like a straight up weirdo. And I, yeah. say, I mean that in like a good way. I love my weirdos. Um, I don't have many fun facts, but I do have a couple little ones. Uh, while the director did say that uh, Megan Fox was the only one who could ever do this role, apparently Blake Lively was going to star as Jennifer at one point, but a conflict with Gossip Girl prevented that from happening. Blake Lively is very pretty. Yeah, I would see that. And then I also saw, you know, like it. Wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I don't think it would have worked. I don't think it would have worked at all. I think that Blake Lively should have just stayed on uh, what, Gossip Girl. Yeah. yeah. And just. You uh, kind of need sort of like the brunette, the like the Veronica person. to the Betty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we also have Emma Stone and Brie Larson auditioned for Needy. Yeah, I could see. I could see it. Both of them as Needy. I feel like every episode we have an Emma Stone audition for this role. <laughs> yeah. She really was just all over the place. Isn't it wild sometimes when you see like how young these actors have just been famous for and you're like, oh, they were 22 in that movie. Like like I saw some more. It's like um, Jennifer Lawrence was 22 in Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, my God. And you're like, what? Is that insane? Fucked up. Yeah. She played, she's been playing like 35-year-old divorcees for the last 10 years. Um, and I have a quote to uh, rebuke Kelsey's claim that it was uh, uh, exploitative, where the director said, I was just so insulted in a way by such a reductive reading of the film when the fact is, I think the imagery is erotic for myself. I have no intention of creating imagery simply to titillate anyone, male or female. I personally understood that that was a frightening, thrilling, subversive mo moment between those two girls who I think are largely coded as straight. I knew I was making a movie about girls. I knew, and I wasn't making them for any one sort of, sort of voyeuristic pleasure. I was actually wanting people to kind of confront the beauty and the ugliness of girls at this age. Yeah. I think... And I think that that works. That works. For, and again, yeah, it's like it's all these little things I think that critics picked up on and like maybe some people, you know, like you guys like reading it. It's like, oh yeah, I totally see that. And like mm -hmm. those things didn't work. But fundamentally for me, just as a movie on an emotional level, like it works. And that's just like, I'll never be able to be logicked out of that. Uh, so now's the time we have to decide, is this movie a pleasure, a guilty pleasure, or just plain guilty? And really what we're asking here is kind of for your final moment, your final sell of why people should watch this, what it means to you. It's a pleasure. I think it's like a, you know, a fundamentally fun movie. Like you watch it, you have fun. And it's a movie that does something very rare, which is say something nuanced and complicated and weird and dark about teenage girls. And I think the more you watch it, the more you get out of it. And it works on multiple levels. So pleasure. I would say it's a guilty pleasure, uh, not at the fault of the creators behind it. I feel like they came in with a script or she came in with a script. They came in with an idea and then it wasn't fully told or it wasn't truthfully done because of who it was advertised towards, who oh, yeah. it was screened for, all of this stuff. And um, and that's uh, honestly unfortunate. And I really want them to remake the movie. <laughs> I want them to remake it, whether it's in high school or whether it's with the same cast, just a little bit older. Um, because I, I truly do want to see that idea played out on screen and all of those loose threads that I keep on thinking of i want to see all of those fleshed out and it would make the movie two and a half hours i don't i don't give a shit like <laughs> if if iron man can be two and a half hours this could be in two and a half i want to watch movie. megan fox in more horror movies i would love that uh garrick you will be happy to know uh megan fox loves jennifer's body she loves it so much she wants to make it a fucking tv show Whoa! she wants to do it again 
listen, Megan, <laughs> you got a little bit too much dip on your chin. <laughs> like, let's relax. Let's just do the movie again. You don't have to do a TV show. You don't have to do a whole like 30 episode series, three season, whatever. Just do. I would love to. You don't think a nice little six episode order? A mini series. A mini series would be sick. Yeah. I would do a mini series. Yeah, a mini series would be cool. Okay. Also, uh, both Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried have said that this was their favorite movie to yeah. film. Yeah, because they probably because Megan Fox came from Transformers, where guys were like, "Yeah, oil Ooh. up her boobs more, like tighter pants." <laughs> right. And this is like a movie with like a female director and writer, where you're like, "Yeah, like be covered in blood, like have fun, be weird." Crouching heels and yeah. vomit yeah. black goo. <laughs> like, when she yeah, when she started <laughs> eating the the fucking rotisserie chicken, she was probably like or whatever, and it's like, "Nah, fuck it." It. That's also go to town. On, yeah, it's also how I always want to eat a rotisserie exactly. chicken. You always <laughs> you want to get in with your hands. That's why medieval times is so dope. Yeah. You get to just fucking eat it with your. Just fucking do be weird. <laughs> just ah, all that shit. And she got to do it, and I bet she was having the time of her fucking life. Megan yeah. Fox on the kitchen floor like David Hasselhoff yeah. making that burger. She's that's, just going for it. That's why I love seeing her with MGK. That she she just looks so happy, and I'm so happy for her. She does look happy. Like yeah. I have, I still don't know who Machine Gun Kelly is, but I just know that Megan Fox is happy. And that's all that matters yeah. to me. He's got a good song out right now. Does he? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard a Machine Gun Kelly. I'm song. not convinced he actually releases music. He does. He used to rap, and now you say he's that, doing but I'm like not convinced. Stuff. Yeah, I you mean, could say it. I'm just not there. That's enough. my belief. Um, what right, what's your guilty pleasure? Yeah, I'm gonna say that it's a pleasure. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I think that there's so much that works, so much that's fun. Um, and like, look, horror movies just generally speaking, obviously there can't be. They are viewed as guilty pleasures because that is the medium. But I think this is a really well-made movie, really well-directed, really well-acted, and it has something to say. So yeah, it doesn't necessarily all connect, but I'm fucking on board. I loved it. I, I thought it was a blast. You I, know what I'm going to say in terms yeah. of making it a pleasure as opposed to a guilty pleasure? Just got added to the Criterion collection. <laughs> oh, Not the collection, shit. the channel. Criterion okay. channel. No, 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 no. Just say the collection. I mean, <laughs> one day, maybe. But one day. Criterion channel. Okay. That's they not know. too shabby. I, uh, by the way, I went to see, like, to view it, and it's on Disney Plus in the UK, which is so funny to me. Disney Star. It, you know, it, what is she? It's that, that's it, what Disney Star out there. They call that's it Disney call Star? It? Yeah. That's Ooh, cool. Disney Star. Oh, my God. Very cool. That sounds fucking fancy. Yeah. That's like they call Diet Coke something different, too. Coke yeah. Light. Those Coke weirdos. Light. I think it's Coke Light. They have weird things. They're they weird. They don't know what they're doing. With your goofy accents. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love they it. They got cool accents. Um, I do. Yeah, I, I, got, I think more people should see this movie. I it's on don't Amazon know Prime. why I waited yeah. so long. Also, I didn't realize that. I bought it. Oops. Uh, <laughs> so that's on me. Oh, and Kelsey wants to let you know her opinion. We're going to cut her in right now. Um, I think this movie is a guilty pleasure. As much as I had cons written down, I do think I want to be on the wagon of it becoming a cult classic. And I think it's going to get better with time. And I think it's the definition of a guilty pleasure where I'm like pissed that I like it, but I'm also just pissed about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my answer. Uh, Dana, this was so fun to have you. Where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Dana Schwartz with three Z's. I have a podcast where I talk about weird things that happen in history called Noble Blood, mostly like royal history. And then I have a young adult book coming out in January, a very blood. If you like bloody things and young women doing bloody things, you're going to like it because it's about like <laughs> the dawn of surgery in Scotland in the 1800s. And it's called uh, Anatomy, a Love Story, available now for pre-order. Hell yeah. That comes Very out in beautiful. January? Yeah. Can't wait. And your podcast is awesome. I mean, we were talking about Noble Bloods before. That's she 
basically does like 15 page research papers for every episode yeah and then Beautiful. talks about uh people who got murdered in history it's great. yeah that's basically it super fun I, I made homework my job by accident <laughs> you damn fool we made watching uh no, sometimes heard. good movies our job yeah <laughs> we know what we're doing we know <laughs> we know what we're doing all right well this has been an episode uh garrick where can the people find you uh garrick bernard on all of the things i'm at corn day and all the things kelsey's at kelsey Darrell on all the things until next time What's the quote we want to end with? What's the... Uh, oh, also, this movie has great wallpaper. I didn't even notice. I need you to go back and look. There's just wonderful wallpaper in every scene. Oh, an excuse to watch it again. I am having a real wallpaper moment. <laughs> Are you wallpapering oh, a house? I, house? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I wallpapered my closet because uh -huh. that oh, felt like a, that's a doable cool. project, and I love it. Really? It's like a little secret. Yeah. You, you open the door and you're like, am I in the 1970s? Yeah. I feel like I'm in Royal Tenenbaums every time I go in my closet. Ooh, I'm serious. Fuck. You need to look at the wallpaper in this movie. <laughs> okay. You're really going to like it. <laughs>